is America embracing communism. Unraveling the debate surrounding socialism in the United States. In recent years, a heated debate has been brewing in the United States over socialism and its association with communism. Is America embracing communism? This controversial question has divided people across the political spectrum and sparked intense discussions on the nation's future. For some, socialism represents a long-awaited solution to income inequality and inadequate social programs. They argue that a more equitable distribution of wealth and resources can address systemic issues and provide a safety net for all Americans. On the other hand, critics fear that embracing socialism could lead America down a dangerous path toward communism, sacrificing individual freedoms and stifling innovation. As this debate continues, it becomes clear that socialism is no longer a fringe ideology in American politics. Influential figures like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have championed progressive policies and gained significant support among younger generations. Understanding Socialism and Communism To unravel the complexities surrounding socialism in the United States, it is crucial first to understand the fundamental differences between socialism and communism. While both ideologies advocate for a more equal distribution of wealth, they differ in their approach. Socialism aims to achieve this through a democratic process where the government controls specific industries and provides social safety nets. On the other hand, communism seeks to establish a classless society where all property is publicly owned and the community controls the means of production. Historical context, the Cold War and the Red Scare to fully grasp the skepticism towards socialism and association with communism in the United States, one must consider the historical context of the Cold War and the Red Scare. During the Cold War, the United States and the Soviet Union engaged in a decades-long ideological battle, with communism being seen as a direct threat to American values and democracy. This fear was further fueled by the Red Scare a period of anti-communist hysteria in the 1950s, led by Senator Joseph McCarthy, which resulted in the persecution of alleged communists and their sympathizers. The rise of socialism in the United States. Despite the historical skepticism towards socialism, the ideology has gained traction recently particularly among younger generations. Influential figures like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have become prominent advocates for progressive policies such as Medicare for all, free college tuition, and a higher minimum wage. 
Their popularity reflects a growing dissatisfaction with the status quo and a desire for more equitable policies. Arguments for Embracing Socialism Proponents of socialism in the United States argue it offers a solution to income inequality and inadequate social program. Mm -hmm. They believe a more equal distribution of wealth and resources can help bridge the gap between the rich and the poor. Providing everyone with access to essential services, such as health care and education. They argue that the current capitalist system perpetuates systemic injustices and benefits the wealthy at the expense of the working class. Furthermore, supporters of socialism emphasize the importance of a solid social safety net. They believe that a robust welfare system can provide a safety net for individuals during economic hardship, ensuring that no one is left behind. Socialists, they argue, prioritizes the collective well-being of, of society over individual wealth accumulation. Arguments against embracing socialism. Critics of socialism in the United States express concerns about the potential dangers of embracing such an ideology. They argue that socialism could lead to a loss of individual freedoms and stifling of innovation. They contend that the government's increased control over industries and resources could result in a less efficient economy, hindering growth and prosperity. Another argument against socialism is the fear of excessive government intervention. Critics argue that an expanded role of the government in the economy could lead to bureaucracy and inefficiency, hindering individual initiative and entrepreneurship. They believe the free market, with its competition and incentives, is the best mechanism for driving economic growth and innovation. The role of the government in socialism. One of the critical aspects of socialism is the role of the government in the economy. Supporters argue that the government should play a significant role in ensuring equal opportunities for all citizens and regulating industries to prevent exploitation. They advocate for progressive taxation, wealth redistribution, and government-funded social programs to address income, inequality, and provide essential service. On the other hand, critics of socialism argue for limited government intervention, advocating for a free market system where individuals can pursue their economic interests. They believe a smaller government allows for greater personal freedom and economic prosperity. Current examples of socialist policies in the United States. While the United States is often associated with capitalism, there are several examples of socialist policies in place. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid are all government-run programs that support vulnerable populations 
such as the elderly and low-income individuals. Public education, funded by taxpayer dollars, is often seen as a socialist policy, ensuring equal access to all education. Moreover, some cities and states have implemented progressive policies, such as a higher minimum wage and paid family leave. These policies aim to address income inequality and provide greater economic security for workers. Public opinion on socialism in America. Public opinion on socialism in America is divided. A 2019 Gallup poll found that 43% of Americans view socialism favorably, while 51% view it unfavorably. However, there is a stark generational divide, with younger Americans expressing more positive views towards socialism compared to older generations. The changing attitudes towards socialism can be attributed to various factors, including economic inequality, rising student loan debt, and a lack of affordable health care. Many young Americans see capitalism as failing to provide equal opportunities and turn to socialism as an alternative. The impact of socialism on the economy and individual freedom. The impact of socialism on the economy and individual freedom is a topic of great debate. Proponents argue that socialism can create a more equitable society where wealth and resources are distributed fairly. They believe a robust social safety net can provide individuals the support they need to thrive. However, critics argue that socialism can, can stifle economic growth and innovation by reducing individual incentives and relying on government control. The balance between uh, economic equality and individual freedom is delicate in finding the right approach is essential for shaping the future of socialism in the United States. Conclusion The future of socialism in the United States As the debate surrounding socialism and association with communism unfolds, it becomes evident that, uh, that socialism uh, is no longer a fringe uh, ideology in American politics. Influential figures like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have brought progressive policies to the forefront of national discussions, gaining significant support among younger generations. While the United States has a long-standing skepticism towards socialism, the changing attitudes of the younger population suggest a shift in the political landscape. The future of socialism in America is uncertain, but the debate will continue to shape the nation's political discourse. I wonder, do people realize the horror, the horror of the nation that we're living in, the central horror of the country that we live in?
Where were the Christian leaders during COVID-19? The doggone government had the churches shut down. But did you know that marijuana shops stayed open? Liquor stores open. But the churches did not stay open. And the leaders should have stood firm because during that time frame, we needed to be in an assembly of God. And um, then you have all this here. Critical theory, transgender theory, queer theory, all these things that are going on. The Bible clearly states that a marriage is between a woman and a man. Now, some people may prefer to avoid hearing this, but it is the truth. So I asked myself if America was becoming a communist nation, it seemed like the government, they got their hands in everyone's pockets. But yet, I have to be honest, and we still must pray for our government, because that is the will of God. But we also need to stand up against the radical stains. We are called to stand up and protect the widowers, the oppressed, and, and the young. We are called to do that. The Bible does not give us a sense of fear or intimidation. It says, we do not have fear. We have fears in the Bible three, six, five times. So let's stand firm, family, in Jesus Christ. In Timothy 1, 7. 7. For the Spirit. God gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. We are supposed to be strong and courageous. I don't know exactly what others may think, and I'm not going to pretend I do. But I know that our Christian leaders stand up against what's happening in this world. Not just our Christian leaders, but all Christians to stand up against what's happening. Back in the 60s, the Supreme Court took prayer out of the public schools. I believe in the power of prayer, and I believe in the supernatural healing and powers of prayer as well. These things will occur because worship prayer goes to our Heavenly Father and when we ask things in Jesus' name, it will occur. I ask myself the question, how many Christians are cowards down and willing to do and say whatever someone advised them to do? Leaders also need to stand up I ask myself the same questions about our Christian leaders. Why don't we stand firm in our faith? Why don't we stand firm in the Word of God? Because that's what we need to do. We are nothing without God and Jesus in our lives. I don't care what anyone may claim to say or believe. We are nothing without Jesus and God in our life, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We need them. And I just don't get it. People do not understand the central horror of our times. Communists are coming to America. Both Republicans and Democrats are already using the C word to blunt his appeal. In Wednesday night's Democratic debate, 
Mike Bloomberg described Bernie Sanders' stance on wealth as communist. Trump, meanwhile, has already called Sanders a communist. I have no other way of saying, if you know and you think about it, how many leaders can decode things. And and disregarded a lot of things that were going on because the government says so, yes. Again, I know we're supposed to obey the state's laws. We're supposed to obey that. But I ask myself again, where are the Christian leaders? They seem to be tucking their tails in and running because they are afraid of the government and reiterate when I saw it earlier during COVID-19. Yes, marijuana shops and liquor stores opened, but the churches had to be closed down. So when are we going to stand up? I'm not saying that. We're going to go in there and fist fight the government. But what I am saying, we need to stand up against what is wrong. We need to stand up against what people are doing. All this critical theory, all this transgender theory, all these queer theories, we need to stand up because I don't know what's in your Bible, but I know it's in my Bible. We were either born male or female. There is no such thing as that. I'm a man in a woman's body. There's no such thing. I'm a woman in a man's body. That's all I can say is that. And that's bull cocky. Because there's no such thing as you listen to this podcast. I know people will get angry. They're going to get upset. But you know what? I don't care. I will stand firm in my faith in how to do as the Lord leads me, because we are called to stand firm. The last time I read my Bible, the words do not fear. It's in the Bible 365 times. Now some people need to wake up, and that's the knock, the dust off your Bible, and stop using your Bible for a beer coaster. It would help if you started reading it. And you have no excuse not to read God's Word. We have so many apps that you can use to read God's Word. I don't know how many Bible apps are out there, but the ones I use on my phone is Uversion if I downloaded that. And also think about one of the most prominent, preacher Billy Graham. He stood up against the irony of the government and said what was wrong. He was not afraid to preach the truth about what was going on in America and what was happening here. And all this separation of church and state, you may need to learn where it came from. And Lydon B. Johnson, 
At this time, he was a senator. Does the Johnson Amendment prevent churches from talking about social and political issues? In 1954, Congress approved an amendment by Senator Lyndon Johnson to prohibit 50C of three organizations, which includes charities and churches, from engaging in any political campaign activity. To the extent Congress has revisited the ban over the years, it has strengthened it. Who is to decide what we should do or not do? In this era of political polarization and economic inequality, it is crucial to engage in thoughtful discussions about the merits and drawbacks of socialism. By exploring the arguments on both sides and considering the potential impact on the economy and individual freedom, we can better understand the complexity surrounding this contentious topic and work towards finding solutions that benefit all Americans. We need God in Jesus back in our school, courthouse, and nation.